Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Sunday, January 9th, and this is for the week of January 9th through the 14th. Uh, we are hoping that your 2022 is off to a great start, but if it isn't, well, 2023 is just around the corner. <laughs> Only 51 more weeks to go. Yay. Uh, the planet Mercury, the planet of communication, is in Aquarius. It went into Aquarius on January 1st. So it's been in Aquarius for about eight days now. Mm. So with Mercury in Aquarius, we're perhaps thinking outside the box a little bit more. We're maybe wanting to share our big plans with people. It's all about inventiveness, mm. rebelliousness, breaking away from patterns, and doing things your own way. Mm. It's electric, boogie, woogie, woogie. You know, the song The Electric Boogie, also known as The Electric Slide, is by Marsha Griffiths. She is a Sagittarius born November 23rd. Mm. So there's your random uh, Sagittarius trivia for the day. Marsha Griffiths is a Sag. Where does that disco? The, what is what? The boogie woogie thing is that disco? Yes, yeah, that song they play at weddings. You know that song. It's electric. I've literally boogie never woogie heard woogie. That, that wow. Song okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we're, we sorry. might play it at okay? our wedding. No, I've never, I've never met. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not playing that at our wedding. This is the first person I've met who doesn't know that song from a wedding. That's like a no. wedding staple. No, I maybe I, in the Midwest. Where maybe I'm from. I mean I've heard the Macarena at sure. weddings. Macarena, yep, yeah. that's that's up there. Um, but no, we're we're not going to do that at our wedding. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. I mean I'm I'm not locked into the song. Um, yeah, I didn't know. We were Elmi and I have been together a long time, but we're still <laughs> we're learning still things <laughs> about each other. It yeah. just it, it it's it's a journey, a very rewarding journey Aww. that just uh, keeps on surprising us. So. And I like that that same. we're still learning stuff about each other. Same, yeah. same here. Yay, look at yeah. us. Uh, sorry, I was just going with the Aquarius vibe. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the show. But yeah, with Mercury and Aquarius, you know, expect the unexpected. Mm -hmm. Expect things to, uh, expect people to surprise you from time to time. Um, and further surprises will ensue once Mercury goes retrograde this Friday, January 14th at 3.41 a.m. Pacific. And um, just one second here. Yeah, just checking my notes. We are, we're right. Friday, January 14th, we'll be dealing with a Mercury retrograde. Now, the last time Mercury was retrograde while in the sign of Aquarius was just one year ago. Oh. Mercury was retrograde in the sign of Aquarius January 30th through February 20th of 2021. Oh. So it's possible that themes and situations from that time, uh, that time being February of 2021, could pop up again during this retrograde if there was some, you know, unfinished business. And this time around, maybe you'll have a second chance to handle those things a little bit differently and maybe more effectively. When Mercury goes retrograde, you know, it's best to focus on short-term goals and short-term decisions mm, because so much, that, yeah, because so much is subject to change. But we'll see how that goes because Mercury will be in Aquarius and Aquarian energy has a tendency to dream big. But at the very least, it's a good time during Mercury retrograde to back up your computer and your phone, allow extra time to get to appointments, revise, review, and reconnect with people. 
Now, we're about halfway through the Venus retrograde that we are currently in. Mm -hmm. Venus will eventually go direct on January 29th. Uh, Venus retrograde can be tough on friendships, partnerships, relationships. And I'd say this Venus retrograde is probably more difficult for the cardinal signs because right now Venus is in Capricorn, which is a cardinal sign. So Venus in Capricorn is going to form squares with its fellow cardinal signs, Libra and Aries, and it's going to oppose Cancer. So those signs might be feeling this Venus retrograde a little bit more. Or if you have Venus in one of those signs, Venus in Cancer, Venus in Libra, Venus in Aries, you could be feeling this Venus retrograde more acutely. Mm. But regardless of your sign, Venus probably is not going out of its way to help any of us smooth over things at the moment. So during these times, you know, sometimes we have to be the Venus, for, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to be the ones to bring Venus to things because it might not be there uh, unless we kind of shake, <laughs> shake it a little bit, shake it up. Okay. So if everyone around us seems a bit prickly and grumpy mm -hmm. at the moment, that could be this Venus retrograde influence. I mean, it could also be COVID and the stress a lot of us have been under for the past couple of years. Yeah. But Venus is not functioning at its highest capacity at the moment. And Mercury is about to join Venus in that department soon enough with the upcoming Mercury retrograde on January 14th. Ugh. As far as more upbeat stuff goes, what do I got? Um, <laughs> well, Jupiter is in Pisces, okay. which will hopefully be good for all of us. Jupiter is the planet of expansion and growth and mm. good times, optimism, good fortune, good luck. And Jupiter used to be Pisces' ruling planet. Uh, once Neptune was discovered, Neptune became Pisces' ruling planet. But, but Pisces ha has a history with Jupiter and tends to function well with Jupiter. And Jupiter will remain in Pisces for the next four months. So that's definitely a positive influence I see that will be with us for about four months. So hopefully we all can benefit from that a little bit. And then the planet Mars is currently in Sagittarius. So our actions at least have a Sagittarian vibe to them. Hopefully we can bring a Sagittarius approach to things right now and bring some humor and flexibility, adaptability to difficult things we might be working with. Mm. Jupiter is the current ruling sign of Sagittarius. So there's a lot of Jupiter showing up right now. So hopefully that'll help offset some of this uh, the retrograde stuff we're working with. And then for this week, the main event is going to be a Mars-Neptune square on Tuesday, January 11th. And the square will be exact that day at 1.43 p.m. Pacific time. Now, we're going to have three Mars-Neptune squares this year. The first one is Tuesday, and then there's going to be a second one in October and a third in November. Famous people who were born with Mars Square Neptune include Andy Warhol, mm. Britney Spears, mm. Tori Spelling, the late crocodile hunter Steve Irwin, Henry VIII of England, mm. Demi Moore, mm. and Almy Rose. Oh, no way, really? Yeah, you were born with a Mars Neptune Square as well. Oh. Uh, thank you, Astrology King. For that list of names, uh, that name that list did not include Almy Rose for some reason. I added that because <laughs> I did look at Almy's chart, and she does have a Aww. Mars Neptune square in there. Thanks for doing that. Anytime, anytime. You're in some pretty elite company here. I'm in very elite company. I'm honored. 
Now, this influence, the Mars-Neptune square, could make us feel a little unclear about where to focus our energy. It can make us confused about what actions to take. Mm. You know, Mars is the planet of action, and Mars just wants to go out there and win the race, cross the finish line, and kick its opponent's butt. But with Neptune squaring it, it can be hard to see where the finish line is. Mm. It can be hard to see who your opponent is, and it can add a fogginess to things. So next week in our dealings with people, we need to do our best to be clear in our communications. And we also need to guard against things like paranoia. And we need to watch our mind as there's a greater likelihood that this influence is going to create these sort of worst case scenarios in our heads. Anytime Neptune is involved, there's always a greater likelihood for confusion. Mm. And it can be more difficult to determine what's real and who we can trust. Mm. Uh, Neptune can also weaken us a little bit. Maybe we won't be firing on all cylinders because of this influence. Maybe we'll have this nagging head cold that won't go away, and that can make us more likely to lose our temper or get worked up about something because we might already be in a weekend state. Yeah. So choose peace if you find yourself in an uncertain situation like I've described, or just take a time out if you can and come back to you know a confusing situation when things will hopefully be more clear. In fact, we've got a full moon on January 17th, so that's six days after this Mars-Neptune square. And full moons are famous for bringing buried things into the light. So that could be a date to look to for more clarity. Or you could just consult your Magic 8-Ball next week. But the reply you'll most likely get from your Magic 8-Ball while we're under this influence of this Mars-Neptune square is reply hazy, try again later. So I guess I'm saying next week might be a bit of a mystery. Mm. But try to slow things down if you can, especially next Tuesday. That's when the Mars-Neptune square is exact. Because trying to fight through this influence could backfire and you know could potentially lead to like accidents or just really unexpected results. So mm. Mars-Neptune square. Uh, check it out on Tuesday. Uh, I think this is as good a time as any to segue to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Almy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on things. Now, mm -hmm. Almy, yeah. as a Scorpio, of the people I mentioned who share a Mars-Neptune square with you, which one of those people would you most like to have dinner with and why? The list again, Andy Warhol, Britney Spears, Tori Spelling, Steve Irwin, Henry VIII, and Demi Moore. Britney Spears. I would like to have dinner with her because I would like to know if she's really okay. I would like to be her friend. I'd like to give her some support. And I think she would also be a lot of fun. And I'd like to have fun with her now that she's got this freedom and just uh, kind of be there for her. <laughs> I just I think that would be amazing. So Andy Warhol would also be very cool. All of those people on that list would be very cool. Maybe not Henry VIII, but um, but definitely definitely Britney Spears for me. Who would you choose? That works. Yeah, I'd probably go with Andy Warhol. Nice. Uh, I feel like um, he's definitely been an inspiration for me over the years, so I, that's someone I'd like to talk to. Speaking of inspiring people, yes, Brittany. Um, yeah, Brittany just went out to dinner for the first time in yeah. forever. Sorry to cut you off. No, that's just, fine. I'm so 
excited for her. She posted about it on Instagram. She said it's the first time in 13 years she had a glass of red wine. She could not believe how nice the restaurant was. She said she didn't want to leave the bathrooms. The bathrooms are so nice. And it's kind of sad. You realize that she has not gotten to do a lot of things that a lot of people take for granted. And I think it's great that she's finally going out to dinner and appreciating it so fully in a way that I think a lot of us, like I said, take for granted. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, so it sounds like you and Brittany would have a lot to discuss <laughs> at this hypothetical dinner. Definitely. And hopefully that someday that can actually happen. That cool. would be great. Let's yeah. put it out there. Yeah. So, yes, that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Thank you, Almy, as always, for sharing. Thank you. Um, now, this week, or at least this weekend right now, the moon is in Aries. So we might all be feeling a little amped up right now. We might be mm. feeling a little fired up with that Aries moon coming into play. And then this coming week, it's actually the last full week of Capricorn season. That kind of mm, wow. flew by. Yeah, it really did fly by. Wow. Yeah, so if you like Earth energy, you know, this is the week to just soak it up, uh, especially on Monday, because Monday the moon is going into Taurus, the king or queen of the earth signs Mm. and it's going to be all earth all the time the Mm. sun's in capricorn the moon's going to be in taurus it enters taurus at 6 47 a.m bright and early pacific time january 10th and it's going to stay in taurus for three days yeah monday tuesday wednesday so monday tuesday wednesday you know with all that earth energy out there there's probably going to be a great greater likelihood we will be dealing with earth related stuff like financial stuff those kind of things however as i mentioned this mars neptune square could really throw a wrench into things because the mars neptune square is not really interested in logic and reality and all those things that we usually associate with earth energy so that can be pretty tricky. And also Neptune is going to be playing a role on Monday. Uh, the sun is going to form a sextile with Neptune. The sun currently in Capricorn and Neptune currently in Pisces. So that can actually create some good vibes, hopefully. Like if you have a, a rough Monday, uh, hopefully by Monday evening, this sun-Neptune sextile should help kind of uh, alleviate things a little bit. Uh, Tuesday, as I've mentioned multiple times now, that is the day of the Mars-Neptune square. And also the Taurus moon is going to be a little unhappy that day. The Taurus moon is going to square Saturn and it's going to square Mercury. And it's also going to form a conjunction with Uranus. So if the Taurus moon is especially upset with all these other squares, the fact that it's also forming this conjunction with Uranus could lead to some kind of reactionary behavior. Um, so just watch out for Tuesday. Mm. Um, now Wednesday, the moon will leave Taurus at 11.40 a.m. It will not enter Gemini until 7 o'clock p.m. So that means we're going to have a long void of course moon on Wednesday. The moon will be void of course for about eight hours. So that also leads me to believe that Tuesday could be a fairly just busy, almost exhausting kind of a day. Because it's looking like Wednesday is going to be the day to maybe catch our breath and relax. So Mm. this week might get up to a pretty, pretty hectic start. And again, because of the Mars-Neptune square, it might be a little fuzzy. We might not feel like we're working with the best information. Uh, Wednesday might be the day to catch our breath. And the moon will go into Gemini Wednesday, January 12th, around 7 p.m. Pacific time. 
And then uh, once again, the energy level is going to pick up big time whenever the moon's in Gemini. Mm. Our minds are just like, it's like Las Vegas in our heads. It's just our minds are working 24-7. It, uh, we just don't really sleep. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, we've got a Gemini moon. As I mentioned, Mercury will go retrograde on Friday, January 14th. It, uh, it's official at 3.41 a.m. We'll have a Mercury retrograde. And then by uh, next Saturday, January 15th, the moon will enter Cancer. Mm. And then the, the week after, I just kind of wanted to give a quick heads up because the week following this one looks like it's going to be quite eventful. Uh, we start off the following week, uh, Monday, January 17th. We're going to start that week off with a full moon. And then the big event for, for that week is that the planet Uranus will be going direct on Tuesday, January 18th. And we might be feeling the influence of Uranus going direct as early as this week. We might be feeling it um, this week as well. But it officially goes direct on January 18th. And with Uranus going direct, you know, it's around the time the sun's going to go into Aquarius. The sun enters Aquarius on January 19th. So... Um, yeah, there's just there's gonna be a lot of electricity in the air the week after this one, and then another factor uh, next week, uh, the the nodes, the nodes of fate will be changing signs on Tuesday, January eighteenth, and uh, the the lunar nodes, you know, they're they're not a planet, they are a mathematical point mm. between the sun and the moon, and we all have a north node in our chart, and we all have a south node in our chart. And the nodes are always in opposite signs. So if you have a north node in Scorpio like I do, that means your south node is going to be in Taurus. And if you have a north node in Virgo, your south no node will be in Pisces. So they say the north node is our destiny or what we're moving towards in this lifetime. And it also represents the unknown. It represents areas where we're required to grow and be brave because we're dealing with situations that we haven't dealt with before. Whereas the south node in our charts, that's actually our comfort zone. It represents the aspects of life that maybe we've mastered in other lives and you know, just represents things that come to us maybe a little bit easier in this life. But anyway, the Uranus going direct, the full moon, the nodes changing signs, the sun entering Aquarius, that's all happening the week after this week. Uh, the main event this coming week is at uh, Mars-Neptune Square. Um, but I think that's it. Um, thanks for tuning in. As always, we love you, and we'll see you in a week. I think Almy is going to take us out with a deep breath. Sure, yeah. yeah. We uh, like to end our show by taking some deep cleansing breaths, and you can feel free to join us now. You can lie down. You can sit down. Whatever is most comfortable for you. And if you'd like to close your eyes, you can do so now. And together, let's take a slow, deep breath in through the nose. and slowly release through the mouth. And let's take one more just like that, slow deep breath in, and slow deep breath out. Last one, slow deep breath in, and slow deep breath out. Release any tension you may be carrying in your shoulders, back, forehead, neck, jaw, wherever you're carrying tension, you can just let that go as well. As always, we thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week ahead, and we'll talk to you again soon.